The Mac Attack podcast is sponsored in part by FAMS Printing, your source for screen printing and embroidered apparel. From school teams to businesses big and small, FAMS Printing does it all. FAMS can even set you up with your very own web store. Visit our website at www.famsprinting.com and ask how they can give your next order the primo stamp of approval. I'm Zach Clark. And I'm Zach Hayes. This is your home for the most competitive football in the state of Michigan. This is your home for the most comprehensive coverage week in and week out. This is the Mac Attack Podcast with Zach and Zach. This is the Mac Attack Podcast with Zach and Zach. All right, Zach, this is it. We've been doing this since the end of the summer. It's not the end of the season by any means. It's not even the end of the regular season, but we have come to the end of Mac Red play. Final week, and oh my goodness, do we have what a What a week we have. What a week we have. This is exciting. I mean, we've got three huge games, maybe uh, the game of the week in the state between Romeo and Chippewa Valley. So much on the line in this contest, plus... Eisenhower, Dakota's a big one, and Stevenson and Anchor Bay, somebody's going to pick up a Mac win. The ramifications from the results of these games are going to be not just important from the division, but even from a, a playoff perspective. We're talking, you know, where you're ranking and who you're going to face in the first few weeks of play in the first couple of weeks of playoffs. Yeah, because if you look at it right now, and I love snooze to you, this person is a genius. It's a great uh, site there. But right now, the way it stacks out in the projection, you have Chippewa Valley, Romeo and Dakota all in the same section, right? So Romeo and Dakota would play in the first round of the playoffs again, and then the winner of that game would likely play Chippewa Valley again. This is how the playoffs went last year. But if Romeo can beat Chip, I think they can move to the number one seed in the- Overall? In, well, no, well, maybe, but at least they would separate themselves from everybody else because here's the thing if you're romeo and it ends up like this is that you're gonna have to replay the hardest part of your schedule again to get into the third round and so you, you can do better than where you sit right now from a playoff standpoint and chippewa valley wants to hold on to their spot and shoot if you're eisenhower and dakota eisenhower's thinking to themselves maybe we can move up a little bit and dakota's thinking oh my god we got to win this game otherwise we're in huge trouble well well not to speculate too much here but i think a team like romeo is capable of beating chippewa valley but i don't know if they're capable of beating them twice i'm so not sure you, anybody's capable of beating them when, twice when do you want that win to happen well, for the, the bulldogs but i mean there's only one answer to that question obviously I mean, uh, yeah but uh, so we should just dive into power rankings but again this is what makes this division so crazy is that a lot of times things get legislated in the regular season and then immediately again in the first couple of rounds of the postseason and the same opponent plus we have a special surprise tease fun thing coming up in a few minutes but zach you're right uh, let's dive into the power rankings. I went first last week, so uh, we'll turn it over to you. So I've got at number one, Chippewa Valley. They've been number one on the list since day one, and they will continue to stay there. Romeo, number two, impressive win over Dakota last week. Ike, I'm going to have at number three. They just, uh, they're playing great. They're they're playing great football right now. Yes. They beat the uh, number two Bulldogs earlier on in the season. They've got a tough matchup against Dakota, but Right underneath Ike, I've got Dakota, and Dakota is not playing their best game right now. They're not playing their best brand of football. Um, I'm a little surprised. 
Yeah, I mean, I, little, I mean, were, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty surprised. There were a lot of questions, I think, early on, and they had a couple good games that surprised us. And that Orchard Lake St. Mary's team keeps winning. We well, didn't, I didn't think they were going to be as good as they and were. And Dakota just didn't have a – that was a bad game for Dakota in and out. Too but, many turnovers. Um, that leaves Stevenson at five and our, our poor Tars down at the bottom at number six. Yeah, I've got it the same way as you do. I mean, like you said, Zach, Chippewa Valley's won 21 games in a row, and there's really nothing – else to say i think romeo played i've got them at two i think they played their best game of the year last week i think that was a thorough beating of dakota from all angles and look eisenhower's really turned into a complete football team that defense looks really good the offense is clicking say i'm with you on dakota at number four they've struggled more often than i've expected stevenson at five you know, they didn't have the year they had hoped. This year is like it was last year. They were hoping for improvement. It looks like it's going to turn out about the same. And then, you know, Anchor Bay still has two chances, Zach. Two chances for a win. It's still out there. The cards are still on the table. We're going to talk about them in a few minutes. But, Zach, I, I want to talk about something. Normally, we would have a coach, player, something else like this. But we're going to Bogart this time for you and I. We've got something fun coming. And we mentioned that this is the end of Mac Red play. And Zach, it's been just a, a wonderful season in the Mac Red. We thought it was going to be this way, and we're just having so much fun with it. So normally we would give you a recap podcast on Saturday, right? And we're not going to do that this time. No recap show? No recap show on Saturday. Instead, we're going to go live. We're going to stream the podcast live starting at 10 o'clock on Friday night. So we'll have we'll have some clarity. all of your results will be right here. And when Zach and I were talking about this, we wanted to do this. We talked about it early on in the beginning of the season, too. But there was the reason for this this week, as opposed to even next week when it's the last game of the season, which and there's a lot riding on that on, on next week's results, sure, too. But this week, I don't think there has been a more important week Man. in the uh, Mac Red than there will be on Friday. So we wanted to bring those results live, talk about the games, and really, I think, get into more of the um, implications of it and what we're going to see down the road as a result of what happens against Chip and Romeo, Eisenhower and Dakota, and Stevenson and Anchor Bay. I mean, each one of these games has such a solid angle that you really can dive in, and we're going to do this. You really can dive into all three of these games. There's a lot of meat on the bone you're right that as far as consequential weeks go for all six teams, I mean, if you look at every single team, and this is this is how it, it gets at the end of the season, right? But the way that it's just kind of aligned, the way that it's clicked, each team really needs something out of this week. And only half of those squads are going to get it. And how are they going to get it? How are they going to get it is the important question. We'll tweet the link out. Yep. And that's the other good thing about doing the live show you guys can engage with us on Twitter, and we'll we'll follow that throughout that uh, throughout the night. We'll probably go for about an hour, I would yeah. say. Um, just and we'll have it on the website. Too. Have it on the website, and you know Mac you can always down. You can always download that same show. It'll show back up in your feed. Yeah, we're still going to we'll post have it, it the next day. Yeah, we'll roll it out. We'll clean it up a little bit, I guess. Add the theme music, all that good stuff that everybody loves. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, that'll be something a little bit different. I'm looking forward to it. And where are we going to record yeah, from? Yeah, so we'll be upstairs. Our wonderful sponsor, uh, FAMS, is going to have us. We'll be in downtown Romeo, 10 o'clock on Friday night. And so if you're doing like people... Walking this, around, yeah, enjoying your night. Doing the Tilson thing, if you're uh, familiar with Northern Macomb County. Anyway, we will be doing that live again, 10 o'clock Friday. So if you're on your way home... We're and you want to hear spot. some of the results of the other games. You yeah. might have been at the Romeo Chip game, but you yeah. want to see how that Dakota Knight game turned out. So we'll have you covered again. That's 10 o'clock on Friday. And 
You can like us on Twitter and follow us on Facebook and check our website too. We'll have more as we get closer to Friday. But Zach, let's talk about what's going to happen before the live show. Three games to close out the 2019 Mac Red schedule. We'll start with the game of the week like we always do. And to me, there's no question. I, I think no argument. Either. I think if if for all three of these games, if the other two were different, any one of these games could have been the game of the week. Absolutely. But the way that it lines up, Romeo Chippewa Valley is our game of the week. And I mean, man, you know, buckle up the grinded out champion of the universe. The, the Romeo's ability to control the clock Romeo's ability to run the football with consistency to limit turnovers and that defense. It's like the harder you charge at Romeo's defense, the stronger they get it. It's unbelievable. And then, I mean, Chippewa Valley, this is the most talented. This is the deepest team that you're going to see. You talk about freaks, the ability to play. I mean, 16 Scott Merchant told us that sometimes on their first team defense, they will play 16 kids. It's unbelievable. How do they even have that many? And they and 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 they they play sixteen kids while not having really anybody go two ways. Kids have more energy than uh, well most most people would ever uh, come up against. But, I know I, I would need monsters straight to the veins for that, but but I mean I no. I think this is going to be one of the stronger defenses that Harris and Kulka are going to have to go up against this season. I mean this yes. is a, this is a Romeo team we talked about. Eisenhower's defense early on in the season, but don't sell Romeo short on that. I mean, this is a team that can stop the ball. They can stop the run. And if you're Chippewa Valley, you're going to have to rely on somebody, I think, other than Harris to get the job done. Is this the moment for Josh Kalka? He's had a really good season. Can he come out and put his foot down and say... I think he's going to have to. Yeah. I mean, I think this is going to be an interesting game for Chippewa Valley because especially with them having the offensive threats that they have, they're going to have to try a lot in this game. I, I think you're going to see... Like you seem like more Myron Harris in the Wildcat, right? Where you have to switch yeah, things up. We've seen them do that. Absolutely. I think they're going to take some chances here. I think they're going to uh, shake it up a little bit. It's not going to be an easy one for Chip. That's for sure. This is going to be a just knockdown, drag out fight in the trenches for both of these teams. And you do look at what Romeo's done defensively but then you look, and the, my question is, and this has been where everybody's come up short. You look at Eisenhower or Dakota. Did you make stops? And defensively, they say yes. And then I say, okay, follow-up question. Did you make stops in the second half? And the answer is no. And so can Romeo's defense do what it does? I'm expecting them to play well in the first half. But can they come out and do it again? Because that has been the problem for all of Chip's opponents. Because like you said, Zach, Chip Valley is going to have to mix it up. You said it. You're right. But they will. It's not as if like they are like, oh, God. what are we going to do, guys? Right. Well, I don't know. What do you want to do? Right. We've got a few options here. They do. If any, if, if anybody can switch it up, it's Chippewa Valley. I mean, and I mean, we, we saw that. We saw that. It was it seven, six against Eisenhower. And they, they looked back and they said, hmm, well, this isn't working as well as we'd like to. Let's put Myron Harris in the wildcat and see what happens. And that wasn't because Josh Kalka was, was struggling or, or, or bench. Right. They just needed to do something else. And that's what and they did. Off. And it worked. Absolutely. And so that's the thing. Romeo is so consistent. And they're deep. They're, nobody's as deep as, as Dakota or Chip. But, I mean, again, we talk about just sheer enrollment. It's amazing that Romeo's as deep as they are. I'll just say that. When you talk about the size and, of the school compared to, yeah, to they, others. And I think you talk about playing four quarters. 
That's Romeo. Romeo's Romeo plays from the beginning to the end. So I, I mean, that's their brand of football. So I don't but, think I mean, that's, that that's why this game is so great. No matter where you look, the matchup is just it's great. Plus, what's riding on this game is so important Every, too. Well, and, Ma- I mean, Macred Championship. And this I is the Macred Championship game. That's where Romeo steps it up a little bit. Can I mean, snap, traditionally, can you snap the twenty-one game win streak? You know what I mean? Do you want me to make my prediction? Go for it, because you know what I'm going to do. Because I said at the beginning of the season, I have not picked an upset. All season long. So I'm going to roll the dice on this one. I'm taking Romeo over Chippewa Valley. Not just because I think Romeo's got the heart to pull it off. All good things must come to an end. And this hot streak is just insane right now for Chippewa Valley. Yes, they're playing some of their best football, but I think eventually it's going to happen. But I think this is the loss that Chippewa Valley gets out of the way. And I think this is what they need to make their run into the playoffs. That's just my prediction. I'm throwing it out there. Taking Romeo. I'm taking Chippewa Valley. I said at the beginning of the season, and I meant it, I'm not going to pick against them. But this is more not about Romeo. This is more about Chippewa Valley. Well, like I said, I don't I don't know if you beat Chip twice in one season. I don't, I, I'm not. I don't think so. And, so. But, but I'm taking Chippewa Valley. I just, at the end of the day, and I'm so bad at math. You guys know this. I went to journalism school for a reason. Very little math involved. When you look at the numbers, it's just hard to think that there's anybody that's going to match up for four quarters with Chippewa Valley and come away with the lead. But, you know, to your point, Zach, I guess you look at the numbers and you think, well, each time you win, the win streak becomes more and more, I don't know, fragile is the right word, but, you know, the next win becomes less probable, I think, every time you do win because you're right, at some point, that loss is coming. I just, at home, in the last game of the MAC, I just don't think it's coming to uh, this this Friday. I, just, I don't see it. Well, hey, that, that's going to give it. us a lot to talk about on uh, on the live show Friday. But I do think that this game is just wildly entertaining. If you're just a casual, I mean, obviously, if you have a kid on the team or whatever, you, you know where you're going. But if you're just a casual fan, like, where are you going to go this weekend, right? I mean, I guess Chippewa Valley and Dakota are playing both at home. You could swing back and forth between the two. Yes, yeah, switch, switch only between about, the halves. I think they're only about two miles apart. But let's talk about that. Eisenhower-Dakota game, and, you know, you look at this game, Zach, and these two teams both come in completely differently, right? One of them, I think, is playing their best football of the season. I, Eisenhower's offense, that Brother Rice game seems like it was a year ago. For all it, intents and it purposes, was. it was. It was. Yeah. it was. And their defense is as good as it was in that Brother Rice game. So I'm really impressed with the way that Eisenhower has become a rounded football team they're playing really good football right now well it's it's that team that we talked about it was it was you know in the beginning of the season we're like oh eisenhower's defense is great but where's their offense and then midway through the season we're like after that after that romeo win we're looking and we're saying oh all right this eisenhower team is is nobody to be messed with right now their their offense is coming around and i mean they've got a solid record their only loss in the division is to Chippewa Valley. Yeah, I and, mean, that's. And you lose by a touchdown to a Catholic school power in the first game of the season. I mean. Right. Five and two. I mean, those are the only two losses you have. I mean, this is a very, very good football team. And they are playing, like you said, their best football of the season. They're on a hot streak. And, you know, anybody can make the argument that Eisenhower should be number two in the power ranking. Yeah, because they beat Romeo, right? Right. Right. But here's. The, and this is the nice thing about this week is that Eisenhower and Dakota and Romeo and Chippewa Valley. The power rankings, I think, are going to be irrelevant after this week because it'll be clear. We won't need to to, to debate. It, it'll be obvious as to how this lines up. We say that, but I think yeah, it's yeah. I think it's good. You say that, but I think we're going to have to throw yeah, all that out the window because right. I think we're going to be like, well, we thought we knew what we were talking about, Remember people. That one but time uh, that I said, yeah, not so much because uh, aside from the the bottom, we don't know where else anything is going right now. So Eisenhower 
great football right now. Right. Dakota, on the other hand, they're not playing bad football. They didn't live up to expectations at this point. And I don't think they lived up to their own expectations. Agreed. I think that doesn't mean that, that I'm counting them out. That doesn't mean that, look, this team could still get rolling and roll through a couple games in the playoffs. I, I'm not saying that this season is over for Dakota, but they put themselves in this unusual position where it's week eight and they've got to win. I mean, you, you always got to win, but no, they must. They got to win, win to keep their season you know, going. You're you're in a, a really precarious position, and this is not a spot that I thought that they would be in. I don't think anybody thought they'd be there, including everybody in the locker room. And well, I think we had them number two from the in the in the preseason rankings. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, it was they had that's high where, expectations, and that's where they finished last year, right? And they were beaten soundly by chip in the playoffs, but I mean, who wasn't Clarkson was the only one that wasn't right. So that didn't sway me much. I expected more out of Dakota, but the good news is for them is beat Eisenhower. And you're basically close to where you want to be. It it would put you in third place in the Mac as opposed to fourth. Either way, Dakota's got to win this game. As far as playoff goes, will they get on? Could they get on points at five and four? Yeah, I guess, but 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 with three other MAC teams in there, do that. Well, and my problem would be like, and with all due respect to everybody in the MAC red, if you're Dakota, or even if Stevenson wins their last two games, they they beat Anchor Bay, and then who do they have in Week Nine? Warren Mott. They say, all right, you know, at five and four, we want in. But then I look and I say, well, how did you do in your conference? It's like, yeah. well, you beat Anchor Bay. How about the rest of them? Nope. nope. But the same is true if you're Dakota, except you can add Stevenson and Anchor Bay. You want in. You lost to all three of the teams in front of you, and it's like, well, that's how it would stack out. But like, if we're talking about the haves and the have-nots, the haves handed you. Yeah, that's where it gets. That's where it gets a little weird, right? You want to put yourself in that. If you're Dakota, you do not want to put yourself in that spot. Just win your last two games. Conversation over. Six we don't have to in. debate it. Yeah, but I think that's that's a tough road. I mean, oh no, they put themselves is, in an incredibly difficult position. This is this isn't where you want to be, and I don't think that. Coach Bauer thought this is where they would be. I don't think they thought they'd be playing for their lives in week eight. Zach, you love whiteboards. If you've got the schedule on a whiteboard and and you're sitting there trying to map out your six or your eight or whatever your your internal projection is, and I'm sure they don't do this. Well, we're going to win this one. We're going to win that one. But I mean, let's say we're mentally. Hey, but, you've but, gone but, over this before. We're all human beings. Right, we all put say, those but, wins and yeah, losses. Let's just say we're doing that. Like if you're Dakota, you figure if we're going to be successful, you'd like to go at least at least two and one against chip Romeo and Ike. Oh yeah. So if, if, if two and one was like, you're okay, here's what we need to do. Right. We'd like to go three, you know, but we need to go two and one. You're already going to be short. Yeah. You're and so behind. You, you got you're behind the eight ball, no matter what. And so it's like, but uh, all those other teams are thinking the exact same thing. Romeo saying, I've got a, I, I against know those teams and they've already, they've already lost to Eisenhower. So now to them to get to that two and one, spot they still got to beat chip your goal against any of these oh, top yeah, no. teams is to go two and one i think unless you're chip and you're saying we're winning all three i'm not saying yeah 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 yeah. but that's right and so dakota are we going to see some desperation from dakota and i think you're going to see a little bit of it but this is a good football team and i mean do they have one of those moments where it's two minutes before they come out and somebody rips their helmet off and says look this is where it happens right here right now Everybody screams. They come out. And just, I mean, say this is a home game. They lost to Romeo at home. Like they, they lost Orchard Lake St. Mary's at home. They've got to win. The, they're at home. They've got to win this game. They're yeah. at home. They've got to win this game. But do they? I'm taking Eisenhower. You I know, have to. Yeah. And I agree with you. But this could be one of those games that just shapes up really weird. It's, it could be one of those where 
Eisenhower is firing on all cylinders and they come out and they, everything that Dakota throws at them, they just shut down because Dakota's offense has been hit or miss. So when you get against a team like Eisenhower, who's got a strong defense, they could easily shut it down. And then this game could be over before it even starts. Well, would you be or, surprised if Dakota did the same thing? No, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Or this could be one of those where it's down to the wire, like the Dakota chip game. And, you know, we just see Dakota really step it up, but I still have to take Eisenhower at the end yeah. of the day, just because of how they're playing. And I think Eisenhower is one of those teams. that's really surprised us. I think they're the biggest surprise of the season so far. You're absolutely right. Part of the reason that they're in that I have them above Dakota is because of the way Dakota has played, but well, you're right about Eisenhower, especially when the season started. Uh, you know, I, we did have a lot of questions about the offense. And after the first game, you're like, wow, all those questions, those were legitimate questions. Sure. But now, you know, they've been able to answer those questions. They've been able to go back in, in film and practice and in games and make adjustments and execute. The Eagles have gained so much balance. I just, I can't pick Dakota right now. Uh, no, I, I hear I, you. I can't. Now, there's also one other game in the red to talk about. And while the, about this one. while the implications for the rest of the division aren't nearly what they are with the other two yeah, games. but in the locker this room, is, boy, this is a big one. This is, this is a huge game for both Stevenson and Anchor Bay. And if the other two games weren't so good, I could have seen us picking this as the game of the week. I may, remember, I made the case for this two weeks ago, but then you said, wait and see what happens. And you were right. So you're right. That leaves us with the Stevenson Titans coming in to Anchor Bay Tars. Anchor Bay getting that home field advantage, which I think is going to be important for them in this one, just because they need every yeah. advantage they can get at this point. Somebody's going to win a Mac Red game, and somebody is going to take the goose egg into 2019. Nobody wants that, right? I mean, this game is important. Is it possible that Stevenson makes the playoffs? I mean, theoretically, yes. Right at five and four, you could get in on playoff points. Are they going to? No. They finished five and four last year. Did they make the playoffs? No. And again, if you're Stevenson, what argument do you make? Well, we beat Anchor Bay. Okay. <laughs> what about the rest of it? Well, yeah, not so much. We didn't do too right? hot against those other Mac teams, which and, are all top competitors uh, for the, yes. the playoffs. If they win in week nine, if they beat Warren Mott, which that'll be a tricky one, uh, they will have gone four and zero. Oh, out of division. When you play in the Mac red, that's what you have to do. And that's why I applaud teams like Dakota or Eisenhower or Chippewa for taking those tough games out of the gate, because you get the two white crossovers, you get a blue crossover, and then you get the, the whatever they're going to the throw dealer's at you. choice. Yeah. And so, you know, when, when you take that first game, like it's tricky, it is tricky. Like and, that. and so I, I applaud those that take the tough road. Cause if you don't go four and out of conference, you're going to have a hard time. Yeah. I mean, Steven Stevenson needed to beat a team like Romeo. They needed to beat a team like they Eisenhower. They needed to be one Dakota. had to be one of them. Exactly. And you talk, we talked earlier about the two and one. I think they just wanted to go one and two in that. You know what I mean? And and that's, you think you're yes. going to do better, but yeah. I mean, even Everybody's that bodes well to your schedule. One and, no, no, no. One and two, you're in the playoffs. Yeah. One. Let's say they beat Anchor Bay and then you win one more. You were in. You're two and three. You're, you're six wins. Yeah. You're four. And, again, that's assuming that they win in week nine, which is not a given, but again, I'm just, and you roll into it knowing that you beat one of these very good teams. So the expectations are, yeah, it's a confidence builder. You have a little more expectation, but now you're sitting in a situation where you're just hoping that you beat Anchor Bay. Yeah. 
we're not saying this as, you know, oh, poor you. It's more of this shouldn't be where you're at at the end of the Steve, right. at the end of the season when you're a program like Stevenson. Stevenson's got, we talked, the, the, these were the guys. Right at the when I was a kid. Well, well, these were the guys who uh, at the beginning of the season, weren't they doing the boot camp stuff? Yeah. They, they were, they were, they were firing on all cylinders and they were, they were building this up. And so it's got to be a little disappointing and frustrating that this is how it's shaping up for them at the end of the season. But they here. can't. But and, and I think both teams feel that way. You got to. You got to come out. You got to win this game. Both mm-hmm. these teams have to win this game. We talked about some desperation earlier, maybe from Dakota, as far as getting a little risky in in a play calling standpoint. I think you see a lot of that in this game, especially from a team like Anchor Bay. I mean, you just you got to win. You got to win. I, but I are think, they the type of team that can pull something like that off? Doesn't matter. I don't, I don't think they're ma- capable of but, it. I didn't say they were going to be successful. I said that this is what you're going to see. No, I'm I'm taking Stevenson. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Anchor I'm, Bay hasn't gotten to 14 points yet. It's just really hard for me to. As much as I would love for the Tars to win, you know how I feel about Anchor Bay. Yeah, and I don't think haven't gotten to 14 points. yet. I don't want to take away from Stevenson. I still think Stevenson's a good football team. I mean, they're they're you know just in a really tough league, a, man. They're in a tough division, but I I think any given Friday. They go up against Anchor Bay and they're walking away with a victory. So I too am taking Stevenson. I think they get their first Mac Red win of the season here. And I think unfortunately, Anchor Bay is going to drop to 0 and 8 on the season, 0 and 5 in the division. 0 and 10 in two years. I mean, that's, <laughs> we, we talked about this last time. I mean, yeah. that's such as the struggle of the tough. sixth team in the division. But that's. They're uh, far from alone in that finish. Many other schools have finished similarly in their two year run. Yeah, but I mean, if you're Coach Powell, I mean, what do you do at this point to rally the troops? I the mean, guys that's, about, but I'll tell you what, though, if I could pick somebody to do it, he's the guy he is when you see them in practice, when you listen to him talk. Yeah. And plus, look, for some of these kids, this is it. I mean, this is this is senior night. They're on the road in week nine. There's no postseason. They got to go to Gross Point North. No matter how many times you win or lose for these kids that play, that invest their time, their heart, their soul into into the into the game. You know, I mean, that's what you're playing for. Every kid, you know, yes, every kid is out there playing for the senior, right? That's how senior day works. So yeah, Zach and I are are in agreement. Uh, Eisenhower over Dakota, Stevenson over Anchor Bay. We are split on the game of the week. I think it's just going to be a doozy. Zach took Romeo. I took Chippewa Valley. 10 o'clock on Friday night. You will have a link well before then. We're going to do it live. We'll send it out on Twitter. We'll post it on Facebook, all our social media engage with us. I mean, this is going to be, this is going to be cool where we can, you know, in real time, in real time. You know what I mean? So you guys, you guys are great with that. You're, you're better than we are with a lot of the social media stuff. It's impressive. We need people like you out there. Usually I would tell you we're back in your feet on Saturday, which we will be back in your feet on Saturday. We'll be live on Friday night as the 2019 Mac red season wraps up. Thanks for listening to the Mac attack podcast with Zach and Zach. For more, visit MacAttackPodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MacAttackPod. And don't forget to like the Mac Attack with Zach and Zach on Facebook. The Mac Attack Podcast is sponsored in part by FAMS Printing, your source for screen printing and embroidered apparel. From school teams to businesses big and small, FAMS Printing does it all. FAMS can even set you up with your very own web store. Visit our website at www.famsprinting.com and ask how they can give your next order the primo stamp of approval.